Hi everyone, welcome to my podcast where we talk all things that are most dear to the heart. I'm Bobby Houston, co-senior pastor of Hillsong Church and founder of the Color Sisterhood. I'm passionate about seeing all people find Jesus as Saviour and gain a revelation of their value in Him and then rise up to make a stand for justice in the earth. This is a place that you'll hear from me, the Color Sisterhood team and some of our beloved friends. To find out more and stay up to date, please visit bobbyhouston.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Good morning, everybody. Big warm welcome to Sisterhood. It is so good to have you with us this morning. My name is Sarah. You're on the right channel, Color Sisterhood. Bobby Houston has entrusted her sisterhood to the Sarahs this morning, to the Sarahs. I am Sarah Koroya, nice to meet you. A big warm welcome to sisterhood. I hope you're doing great this morning. It is Thursday, which is everybody's favorite morning. Is Thursday your favorite morning? It's my favorite morning. It's, oh, Pastor Bobby is already on the chat. Hi, Bobby, it's good to see you. And Beck Wood and Sarah Sperry, I am so glad that you are on Sarah Sperry because you are the other Sarah. If you are just joining with us this morning, Pastor Bobby has entrusted her Instagram live to the two Sarahs. You have heard from the state pastors, and now you're hearing from the two Sarahs, which I think is pretty hilarious. Um, hello, Nicola Douglas. It is good. You were saying we're both incredible, and I appreciate that. We love you. How are you, Laurie? You are amazing. Well, while we're waiting for everybody else to join, can we just talk about the fact that this Tuesday night is Sisterhood United! <laughs> Sisterhood United night. Can you please throw up your most excited Sisterhood United emojis? Come on, where are your party emojis? I can see so many people just jumping on. I'm gonna reintroduce myself. I am Sarah and Pastor Bobby has entrusted her Thursday morning sisterhood to the two Sarahs this morning. I am Sarah Coroya. And I was just talking about the fact that this Tuesday night, everybody say this Tuesday night, is Sisterhood United Night. And I was wanting you to throw up your best party emojis to celebrate Sisterhood United. I know that Annie's favorite party emoji would be the dancing. There it is, Nicola Douglas is using it. April Miller is using it. The dancing girl in the red dress. Yes, that is definitely a favorite of mine too. Well, Sisterhood United is gonna be so special. I'm gonna give you a couple of reasons why I'm excited. Number one, of course, because we get to hear from our senior pastor and every time she shares at Sisterhood United, she speaks prophetically and pastorally to our hearts. Would you not agree? That is the number one reason. What are your reasons? Why are you excited about United Night? Yes, it's this Tuesday night. Thank you, I look gorgeous. Thank you, Alita, I appreciate that. Another reason I'm excited is because we all get to gather together. Can everybody say together? Together, can we all get together together? I know that there's different restrictions around COVID. I know in Brisbane, where I am, we have a restriction of gathering of 10 people. So we're gonna work around that. We're gonna have 10 people gathered together. Um, I know in Melbourne, it might be just you with some Zoom friends, but however you are gonna gather, we get to gather together for Sisterhood United. It's so good seeing so many people saying how they're gonna be connecting. Yes, getting all the girls on the page. That is right, Alita. It's gonna be so exciting. Oh, it's so cool. It's actually a few people requesting to be part of this live video. They're brave. <laughs> anyway, in a few moments, I'm gonna get Sarah Sperry on. But um, as I've already said, Pastor Bobby has entrusted the morning to the two Sarahs. 
and we are so honored that she would entrust us to encourage you and share with you and love on you this morning and so she wrote that we are going to be full of life full of wisdom fun and gold so that is what we are going to attempt to do be full of wisdom fun life and gold which i think is pretty fun are you all happy so good to see you good morning cass what's better than one sarah two that's right it's april that is so true um yeah people have said to me don't get distracted by the comments but it's so fun seeing so many friends on here this morning it's really really cool so before i get on the lovely the other sarah i'm sarah number one this morning sarah Coroya. before i get on the sarah two who's Sarah Sperry, who is our campus pastor from our Melbourne East location. She is amazing, incredible, and I can't wait to get to know her. Um, I thought I'd introduce myself. I am Sarah Coroya. I'm married to an amazing man named Nick. We have two sons called Malachi and Samson, and we are the campus pastors here in Brisbane, which is where I am, Queensland, Australia, for those of you who might watch this Instagram Live a little bit later on. And um, I've got a really simple short thought for you this morning to encourage you. And it's more of a contemplation, really. More like a contemplative that I want you to go away and have a think about and maybe ask yourself a few questions. And I know that you'll be all excited about that. And um, I guess when I thought about what I was going to share, I thought I wanted to share something that is like a thread that will be weaved into the tapestry that is Sisterhood 2020. Because Sisterhood 2020 is a real thing, right? Yes, it is. Or perhaps you could put it like this. I'm a gardener. Is anybody else a gardener? Any other green thumbs? I know April Miller, you are a green thumb. That's why I'm wearing my favorite green dress because I love everything green. So I'd like to think of my thought this morning as a seed that we planted in the soil of your heart just another seed that's been planted on a Thursday morning to the soil of your heart, that if you allow the Holy Spirit to water, that it will grow and bloom and you'll grow into your most authentic self before God. And when you do that, you will you know, um, contribute beauty and you'll contribute diversity to the garden that is Sisterhood 2020. Do you like that imagery? Isn't that beautiful? Do you remember Pastor Bobby's message, Safe and Sound, where she talked about Eden and chaos? Is that not what 2020 sisterhood has been? It has for me anyway. And so just for a moment, I wanted to remind you of some of the seeds that have been sown that have taken root in my heart over the last few Thursday mornings. I think we're up to maybe week 26, maybe 26, 27. Um, anyway, so can you remember Pastor Bobby reading big chunks of the word over you? I remember taking Psalm 23 when she read that over us and just holding fast to it. It took root in my heart. What about when she had Hannah Hobbs jump on and Hannah Hobbs encouraged us to pivot in this season? And Taya, do you remember Taya? Why don't you chuck up in the chuck up? Uh, no, why don't you type in the chat what some of the things have taken root in your heart this year? What about when Taya spoke about her revelation around honey? Well, that actually spoke to me, believe it or not. It was just for me. Thank you, Taya. And what else? Danielle J. Ratnam. I learned that I needed to smile more listening to you this year. So that's why I'm smiling so big because I want to be like Danielle. <laughs> so I've got to smile more. But to be honest, the, um, the seed that has taken root the most in my heart this year is the conversation that was had between Bobby and Mel Wade. Do you remember that conversation? 
If you didn't, you can go back and watch it on the IGTVs. Actually, if you've missed any of them, I want to encourage you, go back and catch up because there's seed there that wants to be planted into your heart. So they were having this conversation. And to be honest, there wasn't that much that was resonating with me throughout the discussion until they got to the end of the discussion where Mel started sharing about a boat accident that she'd been in. And when she was in the boating accident, she found herself trapped underneath the boat and she only had the tiniest little air pocket where she could breathe. And um, the story goes on that somebody miraculously came in under the boat, took her by the hand and led her out to the open sea where she could breathe. And then what happened is Bobby eyeballed down the camera and she said, you know, there are girls here this morning and you feel like that you can't breathe, that you're just treading water, keeping your head, you know, above it all. And I didn't even realize it, but it was absolutely speaking to me. And I was a blubbering mess in my bedroom. I was bawling my eyes out. I hadn't even realized it, but that was exactly how I was feeling. I was feeling like I was just keeping my head above the water. I was treading as fast as I could underneath, trying to hold it all together. And so um, I love that Pastor Bobby said that Jesus wanted to take us by the hand. We had to be brave, take big, deep breath, go under the water and out, out into the open space where we could breathe freely. And I love that Hillsong Conference had the language of breathe again for 2020 and 2021. And I felt like that's what Jesus wanted to do in my life. Now, um, don't get me wrong. I was still leaning into Jesus, but because of the different pressures, you know, a whole lot of other reasons, I found myself in this place. Now, I know you're thinking, where's the thought, where's the seed, where's the gold? Um, I guess I wanted to share you a bit of a backstory so that you can see why what I'm about to tell you is so important to me. It's because it's transformed my life. <laughs> it's been so, so good. So before I do, here's what I did. Just a few practical things before I share the seed. I got in touch with Mel Wade. I got in contact with a great psychologist because it's actually really good to put your hand up every now and then and say, I need a little bit of extra help, a little bit of extra support. Um, put your hand up and say to your local pastor, I need a little bit of extra support. So I did those two things. I listened intently to Pastor Brian's Sunday morning teaching. The last four weeks have been brilliant. If you have not listened to them, jump on and have a listen. And actually Donna Crouch on Friday night just gone preached a brilliant message along the lines of what I'm talking about. And if you're not normally a Friday night girl, I would encourage you to watch some of the Friday night services because they have been off the chart. So I did those practical things and here's the crescendo, here's the seed. This is the thought that I have, this is what happened. Okay, it starts like this, I'm doing a Robert Ferguson moment. It was the 25th of July, 2020. That was actually my birthday, the 25th of July is my birthday. So um, it was the 25th of July and on my birthday, I've, for a few years now, I've been reading the corresponding psalm that applies to the year I'm turning. So I was about to read Psalm 39. Can you believe it? I'm 39 years old. Woohoo! Anyway, Psalm 39. So I opened up Psalm 39. And this is the scripture in the Passion Translation. 39 verse 1. Here's my life motto. The truth I live by. I will guard my ways for all my days. I will guard my ways for all my days. You know, when I read it, I just knew that was gonna be my verse for the year, but I didn't realize just how much and how important it was going to be. So come on, repeat it after me. I will guard my ways for all my days. Yes, I can see you all getting ready to type it in the chat. So I wanna encourage you this morning 
to guide your ways for all your days. Guide your ways for all your days. So what are your ways? And that's what I've had to really go on a, a journey over the last few months to, re, to be able to articulate really clearly what are my ways. And because the truth is, when we, the, the scripture says that we need to guard our ways. And it's really hard to guard something if you can't clearly define and articulate what your ways are. So here's a couple of quick fire questions to get you thinking about what your ways might be. What are your priorities? What rhythm or routine might God be calling you into? What brings you joy? What brings you rest? What gifts has God given you? This is a good one. How do you best hear from or sense God's presence? You know, I've got to the point where um, when I think about my ways, I'm talking about my way of life, the rhythm and routine of my life. And I love the thought that Jesus is the way. He is the way, the truth and the life. So I want to live the Jesus way. So I've been leaning in and learning about the way Jesus lived so that I can model my life after his way. And um, okay, so we're going to, I'm going to share some of my ways really quickly. I am going to, this is what I've landed on and I'm committed to guarding in my life. I will guard my silence and my solitude with God. Isn't that good? Especially when you've got a house full of noisy boys. Okay, here's another one. I will guard my Sabbath. You know, Sabbath looks different these days. We don't go to church. I'm at home, so I've got to guard it and not be tempted to do an extra load of washing. Come on. No, it's about rest. It's about worship. It's about leaning into delight. Okay, I will guard my simplicity, which is so important, especially when life can get super complicated, especially up here. I will guard my simplicity. I will guard my faith, especially in a world of negativity. And I will guard that the way I do leadership is by imitate me as I imitate Christ. So there's a few ways that I am guarding my ways. So to guard something means to protect it, to defend it, to be alert, to make sure that nothing can harm it. So um, you've got to know what your ways are so that you can guard them. And I guess that's why I got in a little bit of a rut because I couldn't clearly define what they were. I knew that there was this, 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 but now I can clearly define them. Therefore, I can guard them. So what does guarding your ways look like? What in your routine might you need to shift, to tweak, to change? What about your daily routine? Okay, I'm almost done. When we do guard our ways, it's enabling us to take Jesus by the hand and allow him to lead us out of that place where we're like just treading water into rhythms of grace, of trust, of rest, knowing that no matter what happens in our life, that we have Jesus and that we have a security in him. So I want to encourage you, what might you need to say no to so that you can say yes to guarding your ways? Is that good? Amen. I'm done. I hope you think about that. <laughs> so good. Repeat after me. I will guard my ways for all my days. Yay. Are you ready for some fun? Should we change track for a bit? I'm going to get the fun meister herself on. Sarah Sperry. Okay. Let's see if we can do this. God. God help us. God willing. This is a fun bit, right? Sarah Sperry, I can see you. Now, go live with Sarah Sperry. I think I'm waiting for her. This is going to work. The two Sarahs. Do you know Sarah means princess? So you're going live. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Good morning. That was amazing. Thank you. I was just saying that Sarah means princess. So they have just gone live. With two princesses. What a day. What about that? That's amazing. What a great word, Sarah. Love you. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's 
a seed planted in my heart. So it's really cool. You know, I'm so excited about this moment. And it's quite funny. I was saying to Bobby that I don't, we don't actually know each other that well. So this is fun. This is like a live get to know each other in front of everybody. This is so, the best. Um, I, I, what I know about you, I love. And to be honest, I've done something a bit fun. I've actually texted some of your friends and um, they have told me some pretty interesting things about you. So I thought we'd just spend a few minutes getting to know you first, if that's okay. <laughs> well, firstly, one of them said that you like leopard print and I can see your shoulders there. Yes, you are rocking that leopard print well. <laughs> okay, here's some fun ones. I have been told by Sarah Adams that you were an American cheerleader. And <laughs> I feel like it would be right for you to start us off with a little cheer. Oh, come on. I know you still know it. All right. Are you ready for this? Okay. G-O, go. Dogs, go for it. That, that, my school was the Bulldogs. We were cheerleaders. I was a nice cheerleader too, by the way. My husband always thought the movie cheerleaders seemed mean, but I was a nice one, so <laughs> it was good. But funny, Sarah Adams. I must say too, Sarah, I apologize in advance. Um, my my garbage truck has not come yet. It normally comes at six thirty in the morning, and today it is running late. And so normally we have Pastor Bobby's beautiful birds singing in the background. We possibly might hear a dump truck coming very soon. So fingers crossed, ladies. <laughs> no, it's going to come right on time in the middle of your thought. That's what will happen. No, we won't. It won't, it won't come in Jesus' name. Okay, here's some things. They are saying that you are the ultimate encourager, that you are so inclusive of people and that you're an amazing friend, that you have a passion for missions, helping the community and reaching people with the gospel. You have an amazing gift of hospitality and you're a great hostess. Here's an interesting one that you love the color Tiffany blue. I do. You From do. From the tea kettle, the toaster to the dog bowl, everything's Tiffany blue. And this is me trying a new thing this year. It's going a bit deeper, a bit darker, not, not darker, but like deeper, deeper blue. So that, that, blue. That's, that's trying new things right there. And um, one thing that you've, all your friends have said that you are a preacher girl, like a preacher of preachers. And so in a moment, I'm so excited. But I've got a few questions for you that I just wanted to ask you. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about your family? Like I hear there's a bit of a fun story about how you met your husband, John, because he's an Aussie and you're American, but you're Texan, is that right? That's correct, yes. My, my mom just actually just jumped on, so hey, mom, to you. Um, yeah, so I, I came to Hillsong Bible College in 2007, and I met my husband, John, on the very first day. I was coming out of the college office, and he was walking to the toilet, and it was love at first sight. I had my cowgirl boots on. I was like, big hair. He wasn't too sure about me. He's like, who is this crazy cat? Just landed from Texas, just fresh out of, you know, small town but yeah and he we've been married almost 11 years now and two beautiful girls two so what, are your, what are your children's names we have uh, our two-year-old is charlie ann and we have beautiful harper grace who's seven months old oh so cool i love that okay how would you describe your preaching <laughs> ah she got me <laughs> i got um, you Look, I, I guess I do get a bit passionate, get a bit excited about sharing God's Word. God's Word has changed my life. 
And I, I know that what a word can do, um, whether it be this morning or you're listening later on, um, there's something that God wants to share with someone that can actually just change your whole day, change your week, change your month, change your year. And so to have that amazing calling and privilege to be able to share God's word is, is honestly the greatest honor um, to be able to do that. So yeah, just got to, I don't know, passionate. So Hopefully good. not a boring one. I did have someone fall asleep once and it's like, breaks your heart like, ah. <laughs> okay, we, our heart is with you guys at the moment because Melbourne is in lockdown. But you are a forward thinker. So what are you most looking forward to after lockdown? Oh, okay, yes. We are in stage four lockdown now. Praise God. We got a little bit of freedom this week in the sense we could go to playgrounds, which is a game changer for, for young kids. But what I'm looking forward to most, obviously, being back in the building, being back together with the whole church in the same room, worshiping God. I mean, I, I know. I know it's going to be revival. I know that. There's going to be such a hunger that God's going to meet us there. Um, but I, I love what Ann Boskamp talked about at Color, about extending your table. And yeah. I actually did that. I had a six-seater dining room table. And during this season, I got one of my friends to build an extension into the table because I want to make room for people at my dinner table. I've also been learning how to cook this season. So I've been trialing and airing on my family. And I'm, I'm almost ready, guys, to something spectacular to come, like, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You just wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> okay, one last question. What's your favorite thing about being a pastor? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, all right. I'll, I'll, it's the people. I genuinely love people. I have since I was a little girl. I've just always um, loved people and wanted people to win. There's a couple in our church named Dave and Liz. And I met them probably five, six years ago. Liz was barely getting out of bed. I have her permission if I wanted to share this story, by the way, but um, she was barely getting out of bed, just down on life, down and really depressed. And her husband, Dave, uh, was recovering, kind of back and forth, alcoholic. And you know what? When I met them in the four years at our East Campus, I just, I knew God's hand was upon them for something amazing. And so like you do, you just kind of see it and you pick at it and you just, you just start speaking God's truth and God's word to them. And you pray that they begin to believe God for themselves, that, that he is who he says he is and he can do what he can do through you. And uh, I, I love just watching people like Dave and Liz's journey. Uh, now they, they run this connect group, so-called, that has people there from all sorts of things, just hangups, um, people who want to find complete healing from it, all, any kind of addiction or hang up in life, anything that's withholding you back from true freedom in Christ. Mm -hmm. And they're the people that are saying, you know what? God did it for me. He can do it for you. And, you know, those guys will reach people that I could never reach. And as a pastor, that is the greatest job is to find people and yeah. to empower them and say, you know what? Go for it and be the best you can be and shine for Jesus because it, it, we want heaven full. Yeah. Heaven full, the other place, zilch. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to hear you share in a moment. Okay, you've got time for maybe two questions to ask me. That's it. Two oh, short Sarah, questions. Come on, I'm, okay. I'm making a rule. Two questions. <laughs> Honestly, Sarah, I have, I said this in an email, I have admired you, your courage and strength from afar. I think you preached last year at Sisterhood on the on the platform in Sydney and it was an incredible message you told your story and your testimony of healing and I did the same thing I emailed girls about you you are well loved you are faithful you're a good pastor everyone says that you are an amazing mom and a good wife 
And um, they also said that you're a vegan, which I won't tell you. I had bacon for breakfast. <laughs> you I can help me. Help me off site. Yeah, help me off site with that. Um, and that you, you're a gardener and that you're just a beautiful, holistic person. And I, I, I wanted to ask you, Sarah, 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 the question. I'm getting confused because my name's Sarah as well. When, so you were diagnosed with a rheumatoid arthritis. Did I say that correct? Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Okay. Accent, Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you were meant to be in a wheelchair by the age of 30, but you're 39 and I don't see you in a wheelchair. What was the song in the middle of the night or early in the morning when you knew God had a call and God had a plan for your life? What was the song or the scripture that held that you held on to that got you through that season? That's what I want to know, Sarah. What was the song? What was the scripture? Oh my gosh, there's so many. How can I choose? Um, Which one? Choose one. Okay. You know what I loved? I'm just going to quickly answer this. Is I love that Nicola said the other week that her friend Dorcas said that sometimes you can't remember the scripture, but I knew I needed it. And yes, so I've got so many scriptures throughout the season. One is Romans 8, verse 11. The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in me. And if that same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in me, it will quicken my mortal body to life. That's a scripture that I love. I love the song, How Great Thou Art. Um, mm. I love the song, you know, um, all the hymns, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And so there's so many. That's a, that's a whole nother story. I, I know it is. And, it, and it's an amazing testimony of God's goodness and faithfulness in his life. But I, I, I know I know there's songs and there's scriptures mm. and, and how important those going yeah. through a season like that to have those things that you hold on to um, is so important. Okay, my next question to you, mother of boys. <laughs> What is your ideal holiday? So we're in lockdown at the moment. Where, where's the first place you're going? A fun question for you, Sarah. Camping. I'm a camper. I love camping. In my ideal world, we would be in tents or swags or in a, you know, a little mini bus and we'd be driving around just camping. So that's I love that. See, God knew. God knew God you needed boys. God knew I needed boys. That'd be very good. Okay, enough about me. We're going to give the people... What they want, which is to hear from the preacher girl, the preacher preacher. And I know that you have a word full of faith that's actually going to encourage our spirits and ourselves this morning. So everybody in the chat, can you put your hands together? Let's see all the clapping emojis for Sarah. Amen, 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 amen. Well, thank you, Sarah. Um, yeah, okay. Deep breath, everybody. Let's have a deep breath. I love Thursday mornings. Honestly, Thursday mornings have been a lifeline for us. That first Thursday when Pastor Bobby looked us in the eyes and she says, how are you? And I was like, you know, what? I was so busy as a pastor looking at everybody else. I hadn't even asked the question of myself. And I just love that we have people like Pastor Bobby in our lives who love us and care for us so deeply. And so just shout out to you, Pastor Bobby. I do. Lo- I love you so much. But Ezekiel 47 talks about the river and the temple, the river flowing from the temple. Um, Ezekiel foretells of a time that when God's restoring presence will flow from the temple and to every part of life. This river is a very special river. It, everything this river touches, it brings life and everything flourishes around it and in it. And the progress of his presence in this river will leave nothing but restoration in Jesus' name. I love our God is a God of restoration. Who, who needs a restoration in their life? I, I know in different areas of my life, I do sometimes. 
but everywhere what will be left is restoration and new life in its wake in Jesus' name. And I, I want to share a story, girls. I, I mentioned before I had Charlie Ann and we had Harper. Both girls we had by C-section. Harper came on Australia Day on 2020. We were at church. And this, this is just how good God is. He's so kind to me. I wanted to go into labor at church. I would tease the church and like the MC spot and say, how cool would it be if my water just broke like, and then like we're rushed to the hospital, like a movie and we're all like a family and we're all in this together. And like, cause that's what I want church to be. I want church to be a place where we are, where our family, that the signs are alive. Welcome home. This is home in Jesus name. Welcome. And so the Lord answered my prayer, the 9 a.m. service. Ooh, ooh, what's that? During the preaching, I started having contractions, started going into labor. Anyways, um, went, went to hospital. And later on that night, our beautiful Harper Grace came out by C-section. Now, if you've had a C-section, girls, raise your hands. We are real women, too. Um, you know what? It might not have been as painful happening to us because we didn't feel it per se, but the recovery is real. It is painful. And the next day after Harper was born, uh, my nurse came in at 10 a.m. in the morning and she said, all right, time to get up and go to the toilet and get to have a shower. And I looked at her and I'm like, are you kidding me? I've just been cut open. I like, I've just had a baby. Like there's no way I can be getting out of bed right now. Like you gotta be joking. And she said, look at me, look at me. Every step you take is a step closer to healing. So I need you to get out of bed this morning. And I'm like, okay. And I love that this nurse, she wasn't asking, she wasn't mean in any way. She knew what I needed to do um, in order to find true healing. I'll repeat that again. Every step you take is a step towards healing. Every step you take is a step towards healing. And she wasn't asking me to go down to the car park and fetch something out of my car. She was asking me to go three meters to the toilet, to have a shower, to refresh myself. And I love this about God, that God isn't asking us for something of us that he is not, we're not ready for. He's just asking us to take a next step. And Ezekiel in chapter 47, it does. It talks about this. Ezekiel talks about how he put his, his foot into the river. And then he went foot deep or ankle deep, then knee deep, then waist deep. And then it was full submersion in this river. And this morning, girls, I know that God sees you right where you're at. And I want to encourage you. What is your, what's, what's the next step? What's the step towards healing? What's the step away from fear and towards faith? The step away from despair towards dancing. The step away from mourning to a garment of praise. The step away from, I don't know, what else could it be <laughs> towards trust? A step of faith towards actually believing that God is who he says he is and that he can do in your life what he says he can do. And so girls, I think God is calling us into this river. I don't know if you're on the, the shore or if you're already in it, but he's actually calling us to take a step into the river this morning. Maybe you're ankle deep and you know what, God, you need to look heavenward to say, okay, I want to go a bit deeper. And you know what? God is not looking for your fancy prayers. He is just looking for your heart leaning towards him. I am a mom of two toddlers and half of the time I'm wearing a robe all day long. And I just look up to heaven. And I say, God, I need you. Lord, I need you right now. And I tell you what, he meets me right there. I'm, and I know without a shadow of a doubt that he will meet you. So girlfriend, what's your step towards healing this morning? Because God wants to heal and God wants to restore it. 
everything that's been broken, everything that's been lost. He's going to turn it around for his glory and for his beauty in Jesus' name. And I'll finish with this. In Psalm chapter 46, verse 1, it says, God, God is our refuge. I'm stuck in lockdown. God is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our ever-present help in time of trouble. I can't go to Kmart no more. All I have is Jesus. You know, hallelujah. He, and he's showing us that he is everything, that he is all we need. There is, and then it goes on, that was verse one. Verse four says, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. And it says this, God is within her, that she will not fall and God will help her at the break of day. Sister, can I tell you that you will not fall, that God is with you at the break of every single day. He is your restorer. He is your healer. Yes, I had a C-section. And yes, I had every right to stay in that bed. I had every right. I was hurt. I was in pain. And I, my body had undergone something. Life happens to every single one of us. But can I declare in Jesus' name that someone out there, it might just be one person. Today is the day to take a step out of bed. Whatever your bed might be, it might be it might be regret, might be all addiction this morning, but take a step because every step is a step towards healing in Jesus' name. You can do it, girls. We're brave. We're courageous. Pastor Bobby's been teaching us this for years, and now's the day. Now's the time to put it into action in Jesus' name. Okay. I know that everybody is shouting down, and I was having to, like, hold it inside because I didn't want to interrupt you, but that was incredible. It was so full of life. And it was right on point. And I actually read in my devotional this morning and it says, what is one step you can take with all your flaws to place yourself in the hands of Jesus, inviting him to mold you into a spiritually and emotionally healthy, mature disciple. Beautiful. And so I feel like God is saying something like, what is that step? What is that step? What are your ways? How are you going to guard them? So what we're going to do is okay. we have decided we're going to allow some time. We still have time on the clock and we're going to pray. Because I don't know about you, but I just miss the sisters praying for each other. And I know that you're a Holy Ghost woman, and I am all about allowing the Spirit to move. And so we're going to pray. And so firstly, I think that um, the first thing I think we need to do, Sarah, is I think you need to pray for girls who maybe feel like they just don't have the courage to take that mm. first step. That you yeah. would just pray courage and fire and strength into their spirit. So if that's you right now, and what Sarah just spoke about was resonating in your spirit, I want you to lift your hand wherever you are, like in a posture of being ready to receive, because the Holy Spirit is yes, everywhere. Sir. He is with you right you. now. So Thank I want you. you to lift your hands, and Sarah is going to pray. Yes. You know what? The sacrifice is great. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about that, but the reward is even greater. And so, Father, I thank you. Lord, that you see every single woman right now. God, I know that you are calling us into an amazing life. Your word promises us life and life to the full. Ephesians 3.20 says that you have an abundant, overflowing, exceedingly abundantly more than we can think, wish, or imagine are the plans you have for us, God. And Lord, I thank you for that sister right now, Lord, that she begins to take a step away from every lie, everything that maybe she believed in the past about who she was, that it was not true. And God, I pray that right now she takes a step towards truth, that you are the living God. You are the maker of heaven and of earth and the creator of her. And Lord, you did not create her to stay in a bed or sit on a mat, but God, you created her to be a light. Father, to shine your glory. It's time to rise and shine in Jesus' name. It's time to rise and shine, not for our glory, but for his glory, so that...
many people will come to know him in Jesus' name. And so, Father, In Jesus' name. <clears throat> I'm hoping that Sarah can jump back on and her internet fixes up in a few moments. I'm sure she's frozen on my end. I don't know if she's frozen on your end. But while she was praying, I actually felt like there was somebody who, as she was praying, was feeling... And, and you're feeling like perhaps that how, how does God want to use me? I don't even know where to start. Um, a little thought just came to mind when she was praying. Yesterday I was at the shops and there was an older gentleman, an elderly man, and I sort of just stepped around him to give him some space. And, um, and as I stepped around him to give him some space, I threw him a big smile, a huge smile. And he said this to me, he stopped me, he goes, excuse me, excuse me. <clears throat> Thank you for that smile. It's gonna linger in my heart long from now. And I, I just about to share that with you to say, you know, perhaps it's about you just uncomplicating it all and just smiling, just allowing the spirit of God to smile. And so if you're wondering, um, you know, like how does God want to use you in this season? Perhaps it's just smiling. Okay, I'm going to join Sarah back on because we've still got a couple more minutes. Sarah, where are you? You coming back in? Okay, well, I'm just going to say something else that I've got to say. There was somebody here, I saw her earlier on and her username was Snug Home. And I just feel that you are in a transition season, a season of transition, and that Jesus is just wanting to take you by the hand, take you by the hand and lead you through that transition. He wants you to breathe through it. He wants you to embrace it. And he just wants you to, um, now I've got hundreds of people requesting me. It's hilarious. <laughs> breathe through it. Anyway, look, we are almost at the end of sisterhood. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for those perhaps when I was speaking, you feel like you uh, have your head just above water and then I'm going to let you get on with your Thursday, okay? So if that's you, why don't you raise your hands to the Father? Why don't you just um, sense his presence and his rest? I'm just going to pray for you. Father, I thank you for such an incredible morning, incredible Thursday morning. I thank you that you always have seed to sow into the soil of our heart. And I just pray for those, Lord, who may feel like they're only just holding it together, Lord, or just feel like they've just got their head above water. I thank you that you, Jesus, you want to come and take them by the hand and lead them into rest, lead them into new rhythms of grace, lead them into deeper levels of trust. And I pray today, Lord God, as they go forth with this word of fire that Sarah's spoken about, these rivers of living water, Lord, and as they go forth, Lord God, to figure out what their ways are with you, Lord God, that, that you would give them strength and courage to be able to guard them. I pray a special blessing over every single person who is listening on today. And we together as a sisterhood, we pray for Pastor Bobby, Lord. We're so thankful for her. We're thankful for her courageous leadership, the weight that she carries to lead us and love us so well. So we pray for incredible strength for the journey, Lord God, physical strength, spiritual strength, Lord, emotional strength, Lord. And Lord, we just pray, Lord God, as we go about our week, Lord God, you'll give us opportunities to extend our table to others. We want to give you all the praise and all the glory. And all the girls said, clap, 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 amen, 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 amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed Sisterhood this morning with the Sarahs. We, I, I adore you. We adore you. And don't forget, Sisterhood United Night this Tuesday night. Who are you going to watch it with? Who are you going to have a cup of tea with, have some cake with? 
Let's lean into Sisterhood United. And I'll see you on Tuesday. Hillsong.com forward slash online, our normal weekend service platform, 7.45 for a pre-show, 8 p.m. for the start. It's going to be incredible. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope you have found it encouraging and uplifting and helpful. Don't forget, you can subscribe on iTunes to make sure you get all of the latest episodes as soon as they're released. And if you have time, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me in the review or comments section. I look forward to being with you again next time.